All right, open segment here. This is a great show. Some might even say it's an elite show. Here's the plan. We do about nine minutes on the biggest takeaways, the lessons learned, and our bracket frustrations through the first weekend. And then we do about five minutes on some, you know, macro thoughts and where we stand in the tournament and where we're going. And then we get into the games. We spend about 16 minutes on the West region, about 11 minutes on the South region. Those two regions, of course, playing the Thursday, Saturday uh, some great games there, and then we go uh, after the 11 minutes on the south, we do 8 minutes on the east and 3 minutes on the Midwest region, leading up to our Final Four and Championship game picks, and then we wrap up with some other news in, in sports and talk about Rohit's Locks Vegas betting account that we have as a Clean the Boards affiliate. This is a great show. It's about an hour in length, um, high energy, uh, bang, 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 like get through the regions, get through the games. And so, yeah, it's fun. And thank you for listening to Clean the Boards. All right, here we go. Sweet 16 episode, Clean the Boards 122. Before we get into Sweet 16 games, the eight games on Thursday and Friday, and then, of course, the Elite Eight games, the four of them in total on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I think we should reflect on what's happened so far through the round of 64, through the round of 32, our biggest takeaways and our greatest personal bracket frustrations. Rohit, let me start off with you. What did you see from those first two rounds that caught your attention, that maybe surprised you? What stood out to you? Any team, any player whatsoever? You know, there's a big team that surprised everybody, but I'm going to leave that for you. I think we all know who it's going to be, but I'm going I'm to claim that. I think personally, going to the bracket, no team has really shocked me. I guess the team that shocked me the most is Memphis. You know, they really got their stuff together. They were putting up a fight against Gonzaga. And, you know, they're just kind of that team. I guess, you know, they have the talent to be really good. You know, they remind me of, like, Alabama. You know, just have they have, like, individually, they're a very solid team. But someone's putting it all together. It can be challenging. And so they they surprised me. Um, they did really well. I mean, they're second on exit. But I thought they put up a great fight against possibly, I think, the favorite team to win it all. So that's always very impressive. Um, a frustrating thing for me. I guess, you know, Jacksonville State didn't upset Auburn, but Auburn eventually went down. For Auburn, I'm sorry, my bad. And um, Murray State is probably another team that let me down. I had them going pretty far, and they lost to uh, St. Peter's. She's on an incredible run, but I'll let you get into that more. But that's honestly for me. I'm not really too, like, surprised by much. I might be missing. I'm not really shocked. I mean, um, I yeah, overall, it's not very surprising so far, besides one thing at least. Yeah, um, for me, uh, obviously, I'm going to first go, like, the larger topics to the shorter, like, shorter being individual teams. Larger is the Big Ten being back. Um, Big Ten has had a lot of success in this tournament. Um, and, you know, knowing uh, the Big Ten in recent years, many teams said that conference is fucking frauds. Kind of like... Wait, what do Dolphins. you mean they're back? They only have two teams in the Sweet 16. Yep. They're like, I just saw a stat. They're like 11 and like, okay, but like, they're like 11 and like six or something. They went. That's compared definitely to, not possible. They might have went they, like, they, they that, are very good compared to the record last year. Sure. I'll give you like, like, like last year they were below 500. This year they're well over 500. Thanks to two teams, but continue. No, I, I'm just talking about in the first round. I think actually maybe it might be. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. You're yeah, right. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, the Big Ten. Uh, and then uh, uh, the other huge storyline I, I was thinking about is these ex-bubble teams that have busted so many brackets, including a Michigan that many people were shocked that were they weren't even in the first four in. Um, I, was, I didn't even think Michigan was going to make it personally. Obviously, in late February, uh, number 10, Miami, they were also – uh, struggling and many people didn't think they were going to get in. And also number 11 ex Austin curse, Iowa state. Uh, a lot of people didn't think they would get in too. So, you know, all these teams did squeeze in and look uh, how much, uh, yeah. And even Memphis, uh, th these teams squeezed in and they've done a lot of damage in the bracket. Um, Monty Bates had a really good game against Gonzaga. That's um, not true. He did fine, but uh, that's, that's such did, a force. He, did, he had a good game uh, showing that, even at 17, he can compete with the best players in the world, a.k.a. next Durantula. Um Terrible, okay. terrible take, terrible take, but continue. Yeah, terrible take. But, uh, yeah, so all these teams, you know, uh, who are on that bubble seem to be and who have found their stride near kind of – and people doubting them have done the best in the tournament. 
Um, and besides the favorites who really were seeming to uh, find their stride in Wisconsin and Iowa, it was the opposite for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, overall, uh, I was really surprised with that, uh, that mark. And then individually, Iowa obviously was a really uh, big uh, surprise for me. I had them winning a couple games. I think I had them winning three games. Um, uh, Illinois was kind of a surprise. Uh, obviously, they lost to a really good Houston team, but um, they were kind of a surprise to me. Uh, like the way the way in which they lost was pretty damning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially they should have probably lost that first game too. Yep. Oh, they were terrible in that first yeah. game. A couple, couple of bailout calls. Um, uh, and yeah. But yeah, like I said, every year I always fill out the bracket. I'm going to be like, I'm like, oh yeah, there's not going to be a, a lot of upsets this year. There are not going to be 12-5 upsets. It's a year of the five seed. Or there's not going to be an eight seed or nine seed beating a one seed in the second round. I say that to myself every year, and then every year it happens. Yep. But we'll see. I did get Carolina right in one of my brackets. But. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. To John's point, a lot of, a lot of points that you made, actually, wide range there. I will say, I would say straw man arguments that you made for Miami and Iowa State. I think those teams were always safely in the field. Um, it was just a matter of what seed would they be. But to your point about Michigan, as I mentioned a row, they kind of felt like Syracuse last year. Oh, they're an 11 seed, not even in a playing game. That's interesting. But, you know, they win two games just like Syracuse. Um, and they're playing a two seed um, in the Sweet 16. But to your point about the conferences, Man, one of my takeaways is the ACC is much better than what the haters thought it was this this whole year. Um, you got Miami, you got North Carolina, and you Duke. Uh, and with John in my main bracket, I had UNC upsetting Baylor. Um, but three teams in the Sweet 16, only one SEC team in the Sweet 16: Tennessee, Auburn, and Kentucky. Row, I'll touch on Kentucky in a little bit. All disappointing in the tournament. And also to your point about Iowa, John, I think a, I think a lesson we need to learn going forward is to never trust the winner of the Big Ten tournament. Remember last year, Illinois, everybody was high on them. They lost in the round of 32. This year, Iowa, you know, the Big Ten just plays a weird brand of basketball. And from the get-go, they just were sleepwalking against Richmond, and Richmond deserved to win. Um, Kentucky, Roe. Kentucky fucked me over, as we know. Um, to all the people who pick Kentucky, I'm sorry that I often cursed them. However, I will say the fact that Dick Vitale picked Kentucky, I think, was a curse in its own right. And also the fact that Rex Chapman has been on these TNT CBS um, halftime shows, postgame shows. And he's a former Kentucky guy, and he pisses me off just like how he talks. And so I think that was all bad. Like Chris Forsberg? Yes, John. Rex Chapman, to me, is like you and Chris Forsberg. Um, and so I blame those powers that be um, for that. And Houston, I think Houston was much better than I, I thought. Their eye test is really strong. Um, and Notre Dame, TCU, Memphis, to your point about, you know, nine seeds giving the one seed some run for their money. They were all teams. And Notre Dame, of course, the 11 seed. We're all impressive despite the round of 32 losses. Um Bracket-wise, Ro, you mentioned Jacksonville State um, not coming through for you. But, of course, you know, you had Fraburn. Um, to your point there, I wish I picked Miami. I knew they could beat them. I didn't realize that Jordan Miller would match up well with Jabari Smith. See, real quick, for me, I was really disappointed because I picked USC to beat uh, Auburn um, mm-hmm. because I love the size against Auburn. Um, I thought they could really defend. But, yeah, it was uh, heartbreaking to see uh, – especially Miami win both of those games when you thought Auburn was going to lose. Yep. We like you guys need to hold me to this next year. When I have a team reluctantly in the elite eight, tell me no, because <laughs> like um, I, I hated my, I told Roe last week, I hated myself for picking Auburn in the elite eight. I did not like their team. And yet I just, I warned, you. I warned you all. What's up. I warned you all. I Ro said, did. I told yeah. you, I you. But the thing is, Ro, like, there wasn't, like, a great matchup that I thought, like, would have them lose. Yeah. Wait, really, did you have Wisconsin coming out of that conference, though? Nope. I had Colgate upsetting Wisconsin, which was close. Mm. Yeah, that was okay. All game, it was close. I don't yeah. – like, people look at the score and they're like, oh, Wisconsin by seven. It was comfortable. I'm like, it was not comfortable until oh, the man. very end. Colgate's always good. Okay, so who did you have – oh, and you, so you had – wow. You had Colgate, Jacksonville State – and um, who else? Who do you who did you have? 
playing. Pick Jacksonville State in the first round. I had Jacksonville State go in the Elite Eight. Let's um circle back though. We'll circle back now. Okay. Well, from uh, I was gonna say from one fifteen seed to another, St. Peter's their runs continuing at the macro level here for the Sweet Sixteen, fellas. Um, let's I guess let's start off with that. Is St. Peter's the only happy to be here team? Right. Like happy to be here, meaning like uh, like their season is a complete success at this point. Everything else is. Great. I mean, no, I mean, I would say most teams making it just like in the Sweet Sixteen between like upsets and just making sure you have good games. Like winning two games in a in a tournament for most teams. Like, I mean, Michigan. This is like this is like a complete dub for. I mean, you you most teams like I would say, Iowa State, and Miami, both of them. Like that's that's crazy. I mean, if you have an, any sort of upset. Um, like seating wise, or just like in general upset because Michigan was favored against Colorado State, so upset how you want. But like I would say, you know, if if you're a top three seed and you're in the in you're in the Sweet Sixteen, you know, good for you. Even for four seed, but like I mean, North Carolina, this is great for them. Um, but yeah, North Carolina, Michigan, St. Peter's, even I would say my flag. There's a lot of teams there. I mean, you make it in the Sweet Sixteen, that's huge. Winning two games in the NCAA tournament, that's huge for any school, in my opinion. And uh, to Joe's point, especially uh, how Michigan was down 15 in that first half to um, Colorado State. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they definitely have to be happy uh, to be there. And, yeah, any seed who's like 10 through 15 uh, obviously has to be happy. Even if you're an eight or nine seed, you have to go through a one seed to get there. So, obviously, no matter uh, win or lose, uh, you obviously had tremendous success. And uh, that program probably has a lot of memories to build off of. All right. To the point about St. Peter's, um, Kansas and Purdue, Kansas has Providence, and then assuming they get by that game, they would have the winner of the double-digit matchup, Miami and Iowa State. And then, of course, Purdue, I think we should say, like, no way they lose to St. Peter's, and then they have the winner of UNC and UCLA. Would you guys agree that the easiest paths by far are Kansas and then Purdue? Yeah, so when I fill out the bracket um... – I, I had Purdue winning the championship, and uh, a lot of that was due to uh, how I thought that would play out. Um, yeah, to Rose's point, I thought uh, Murray State would give Kentucky a lot of trouble. Um, I did think Kentucky would squeak by, but I thought the uh, Zach Eady matchup would just be way too much for Kentucky. Um, so, and then I, I thought, um, oh, uh, who's the one seed in that? Oh, yeah, and then I also had a Baylor getting upset. So I, I thought the path – for at Purdue was super easy, um, especially against that elite, elite, uh, not elite, Final Four. Uh, and, yeah, that's really my point on Purdue. Purdue's, uh, to John's point, Purdue's so deadly because if you watch the Texas game, Edie picked up two quick fouls in the first few minutes, and he was pretty much benched. And then Trevion just went off. And, like, it was like Edie wasn't even on the team. Which is crazy. And they were still giving the money. And I know Ivy. Ivy is so dirty. But, like, the fact they have two bigs. And if you watch their games, they never play Edie and Trevion at the same time. So it's like a double-edged sword. Like, you – and, like, a lot of times that can be, like, the Achilles heel of some team. If you're a big man gets in foul trouble and you just can't match up well, if you're one of your best players in foul trouble – because in college you only get five, so it's really it's really tough. But, like, with Purdue, you have two, like, of one of the best big men in the country. And you, all, and you never play them at the same time. So you're always, like – and big, they'll never get tired, especially – I guess Edie might get tired because he's just so big. But, like, Trevion is a dog. And so you just have two elite big men. And then along with Ivy and, like, probably the best group of all players in the country. Like, I just – I have Purdue not winning at all. I have them going to the finals. Um, but, I mean, I can't believe anyone who has them winning all either because they're just so deadly. Yeah, and especially uh, – I was really impressed with Purdue, uh, especially since uh, – Ivy had zero field goals in the second half, and they still managed to win against a good Texas team. Zero field goals or zero free throws? He had like two threes in the last minute. Yeah, I tuned it on when Texas came back. They cut it to three, and then Ivy crossed over. Uh, what? I thought he didn't score. No, he saying he was the only one scoring. He hit the dagger. He, Trevion. he hit the dagger. Three. I know Trevion got like thir- like 26, but I – huh. Mm. Um, Jaden kind of put the, yeah, kind of put the uh, put them away in the end. Actually, in my opinion, oh, he did. He put them away, and I, his mentality is great. I would say if you're a Purdue fan, there's a couple things you need to look out for. One, Matt Painter and the Big Ten having no success in March Madness in a long time. That has to be concerned looming in the back of your head. 
And also Mick Cronin, if, if, if UCLA is able to beat UNC, Mick Cronin and his in-game adjustments and, and that UCLA team who has that experience in March, how, how can they respond if, if UCLA gets going there? Yeah, but, I want to go to that game so bad. It's a game in Philadelphia. Because no matter who wins, it's going to be a sick matchup. You have UNC, UCLA, Purdue, and St. Peter's. Like any combination is just insane. But I don't know how Blair can make it. Mm-hmm. I don't think St. Peter's can make it past Purdue due to the size and star power, but we'll see. Yep. Uh, let's start off with the uh, – go through the games here. Uh, West region, I think Thursday matchups are really, really strong really intriguing and Friday's matchups are pretty meh except for I'd say UCLA UNC but West region here first game Arkansas versus Gonzaga row I put I told this to you I don't know why Arkansas is getting eight and a half now it's nine um how do you see this matchup and can the Razorbacks pull off the upset you know I have Arkansas my bracket moving on being Gonzaga um you know, people might just say, like, I feel like that's going to be a very popular line purely because everyone just looks and say, oh, Gonzaga only beat Memphis by four points. Memphis is like, you know, they're good, but they're not that good. Like, Gonzaga's frauds. Like, they're not as good as they appear to be. But, like, if you, like, watch that game, Memphis was just, like, it was a high-scoring game, and Memphis just kept coming back. And they were, it was just, like, I mean, they're going back and forth. It wasn't like Gonzaga was dominating. And, like, Memphis is just such an interesting team like that. They're like, I, I mean, I compare them to Alabama, and I'm just like, they're so, like, inconsistent, but they're, like, so good and so bad at the same time. It's just kind of it's a weird team in college. But, I mean, I want to say Arkansas is going to win this. J.D. Note is so good. Like, he's I, – I text you that. I think he has the best, like, skill set in college basketball. Like, he is just filthy. I mean, I'd probably put, like, him, like, I mean, Matthew from Arizona. Ivy, but like he, like his, like oh my god, he's just so dirty. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm gonna take Arkansas here. But I mean, it's gonna be a good game, hopefully close. But Gonzaga is just like so good, like they're just ridiculously good. So, so you, just, you, like, you, so you have Arkansas straight up winning this game. Yeah, I'm probably gonna take the money line because it's probably gonna be like 400 or something. That might be, yeah, that might be a good bet. To your point though about Gonzaga being battle tested, and I test, I texted you this. I think after they beat Memphis um, on the, over the weekend, I weirdly think that Gonzaga has a better chance to win this year's championship than last year's undefeated championship because, because of the three regular season losses and because they've been tested already in the tournament. Remember last year, they had so much pressure on them. They're still the number one overall seed, but they, but as we mentioned on, on like the show two weeks ago, they oddly feel like they have, they're like a low key number one overall seed and they've been battle-tested already. They know what it's like to win a close game because to the Final Four, they had no tests, and that UCLA game in the Final Four was their only close game up to that point. And so – and they have to go through a war. should have lost that game, but whatever. But yeah, they have to go through a war here with Arkansas, and even if they get by that game, they have an all-time matchup against either Duke or, or Texas Tech. So they will be ready, I think, in, in a World's Collide situation. They meet off against uh, – the, the, the coach there at Arizona, Tommy, uh, blank oh, yeah. last name. This is and, coach, yeah. And, um, and so the student can't beat the, the teacher. And so Gonzaga beats Arizona in the championship. I think those are the two best teams. With that said, a lot of stuff could happen. Um, I have Gonzaga winning by less than nine points. John, do you think Arkansas, with J.D. Note, as Rose said, uh, gets the upset? Um, I originally, when filling out the bracket, I did think Arkansas would be here playing Gonzaga. And like I said, I went back and forth, back and forth. I originally had, uh, Arkansas winning and then Duke beating Arkansas. Um, and then since the ESPN, since the bracket's weird, uh, and, and it favors chalk, I went chalk just even though that I didn't originally think that, but, um, I do think Gonzaga will win this game. Uh, I agree that Arkansas will cover the points. Um, I just think Chet Holmgren. Uh, Nemhart, Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy is like, Drew Timmy reminds me a lot of Aiden Sear, kind of like of that high school team. Uh, but Drew Timmy scores, yeah. Aiden Sear scored too. But Aiden Sear, okay, Aiden Sear would score based off of what others did for him. Drew Timmy, I'm I'm talking about personality wise, like when you saw the interview, uh, what what he said in the locker room, blah blah blah. Um, yeah, that was kind of a weird take, but uh. But yeah, you know, I don't think this Gonzaga team is actually like really like that good. Like this is weird to say, but I think like I think they're gonna get by. Um, 
Arkansas, and then if they play Duke, I, th- I think they get by Texas Tech and Arkansas pretty easily. But I think Duke, that's a 50-50. Yeah, coach. it would be a rematch because they've already played Duke and Texas Tech this season. They lost Duke. They beat Texas Tech without Shannon, by the way. But I think compared to last year's team, again, uh, you know, you guys know I, I like I put my, my, my reputation on the line for Gonzaga last year. They fell one game short. But I think the fact that Timmy has a taller – really skilled guy in Chet as like an insurance blanket helps him a lot. And they don't have Suggs, which is, cr- I'm like, Oh, how can they be better than last year's team? who had Jalen Suggs, but well, Suggs isn't even a good NBA player, but right. But he was one year in his NBA. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah he's not Kenny a good down. NBA player. Oh, you can't say that, but anyways, I think Nemhard has underratedly taken a huge step up from last year. Like okay. you say, like, well, who, who's going to be Jalen Suggs? I don't think you can like, it's like a direct comparison. Like the players have gotten a lot better. I would say Timmy's gotten better. He reminds me of a Frank Kaminsky without the shot. I don't know if that like rings a bell, but like it's a, that's what I see. Like a Frank Kaminsky without a shot in college, not in the NBA. Frank Kaminsky sucks in the NBA. Frank Kaminsky was so dominant at Wisconsin inside, though. I mean, he like Drew Timmy's been dominant. Just like I feel like Wisconsin just in a better conference, so it's like it's more like like you just hear about them more, but. I mean, that's what, that's what kind of reminds me. But the team's gotten better overall. I mean, yeah. But Drew Timmy is so, like, he they, they had no answer for him. But they also had Duran and the other big man in foul trouble. So, yeah. Memphis. So. Yeah, and they got that that kid Bolton who's pretty good as well. Um, Duke, Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech is favored by one. It's been holding strong at a one-point favorite this whole time. John, I know you're high on Duke. Does Coach Gay live to see one more game? Well, when they played Michigan State, I knew that I, I took Michigan. Uh, actually, did, I think they. Had, I think I took Michigan State in a teaser. I, did they end up covering like normally? Duke somehow oh. fucking covered, even though it was wow. close. Yeah. Okay, so thank God I took that in a teaser. But um, uh, you know this Michigan State or not Michigan State, uh, Texas Tech, obviously a uh, well coached team. Um. You know, it seems like they're here every single year, uh, no matter what seed they are. Um, obviously, they, they have that identity of playing tough defense. Uh, I expect Pablo uh, Vincero to struggle a little more in this game, uh, especially with the size of Texas Tech. But, uh, you know, I think this is come going to come down to a, a one-possession, two-possession game, uh, one-minute-left tie game, something like that. Um, and the only reason I'm going with Duke in this game because it, number one, it kind of feels like fate to me with uh, Coach K. Uh, I think it at least gets to a big matchup. I think he, uh, with that Gonzaga, I think that's destiny. Um, and, and the second reason I'm taking them is because Pablo Benchero is the best player on the court. And I'm uh, leaning with the best player, especially when I think it's going to be this close game. Ro, are you riding with Pablo and his DUIs? Uh, DUIs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He what? was in a car. He, got a he was in a car with Coach K's grandson to start the season. He he was eighty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, I mean, you know, um, I want to take Texas Tech just because my bracket takes Texas Tech, so I'm gonna have to stay stay low on my bracket pick. But Duke beat Michigan State. I was surprised. Um, Michigan State kind of crumbled in the end. I can't lie. Duke did pull away, but I just see like I've just seen Duke like crumble like the season so many times against like teams they should be. And so I Texas Tech has just looked so strong all season. And they've beaten like crazy like Kansas and other huge opponents are in the Big 12. So they're in the really good conference. But I mean they've just been such good opponents and they just feel like such a stronger team. Um that was a close game against Notre Dame, which is was so- shocking to me. But oh, nevertheless not shocking. not shocking. Notre Dame's good. No, Notre Dame are frauds, even though they won a game. No, you guys had the no. You you bought into the media Rutgers bias. Notre Dame was better. Come on, no, they weren't. Rutgers is better. Rutgers, I will ever want to see Rutgers in the tournament. Oh my God, Ron Hubbard Jr. would have taken over this tournament. Yeah. Anyways, quarterback um, Ryan almost took over the tournament. Sorry. Sorry. But anyways, anyways, you know what? Notre Dame would be a team you dick ride. I'm not even. I'm not even surprised. I'm not even surprised to hear that. But I'm an ACC guy. (sighs) Whatever. So you're taking Duke in this game. That's what, uh, that's, what that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I'm taking Texas Tech, first of all. Hero, my bracket has Texas Tech. 
I am, am afraid, though, that the refs will bail out Paulo on a, on a late call or, or some bullshit. Oh, yeah. by, by the way, the Arizona TCU, that was such bullshit. There were so many bad calls in that game. Uh, yeah, that was a great game, though. No, no, it wasn't because the fucking Vegas fucking took Arizona. No, TCU oh. deserved to win that game. Bullshit. Oh, okay. But Benedict Mathurin. One of the I mean, that last play, was he was really trapped at half court. I was so frustrated. I don't know if you watched the game. If you didn't watch the game, you know what I'm talking about. But, like, he was trapped at half court. You have a timeout left. Call a timeout while he has possession. He was falling over. Bailing out the timeout. That was so dumb. On the coach's part, on anybody on the court's part, I don't blame him for not calling a timeout. You're, you're, you're about to throw the ball away. Don't call a timeout. That's, that's on the coach. That's on the players. Call a timeout there. You have a timeout left, and plus you inbound the ball at the top of the key. That's like prime real estate for shooting game winner. So, I mean, that, I think, was the play they screwed up. So, I didn't, I was so mad that Arizona won, even though I had them winning. It's just I would I would have rather had TCU. That that fat big man, oh, my God, he was he was, light, he was firing me up. His whole, his whole energy. But I guess we'll get to that part of back when we get there. But yeah, Texas Tech, I'm taking um, one point. It's pretty generous. I would put taking like Texas Tech minus like three or something or 2.5. One point is pretty close. That, that might move to PK odds too, honestly. Oh, bro. You got to respect the Coach K. And Coach K pulls in money, bro. That's what I mean. No, no, no. This was going to happen. Texas Tech's going to win. Fuck Coach K. He's going to be crying, out, walking off the court. And you're going to post this tomorrow after they fucking lose the game. And Texas Tech's moving on. And I'm on top of the bracket. Bro. Hi, clean the boards tomorrow. Bro, I would love that. I would love to see Duke's demise. That's what I want to see. And I think mm-hmm. Texas Tech, to your point, is the better team. Duke might Duke might very well be the most talented team in the tournament. But they're an underdog because Coach K doesn't know how to run an offense with talented players. He just wants the players who are talented to bail themselves out and do something. Imagine if the Roach three-point shot doesn't fall in, then they have to go play defense only up one, and they, they start getting tense and everything. Like, Roach bailed them the fuck out with that shot. Texas Tech, McCuller and Williams, and that guard who comes off the bench, who's second-team all-quadriceps, who, who's, I, he's got a weird last name that starts with an N. I think there's like an N and a D in that last name. I think it ends with like an Emmy or whatever. And then Santo Silva, Santo Silva down there as well. He's going to, he's not going to back down to Mark Williams. He's not going to back down to Theo overrated John. Oh, you're talking about Nat Olini? Yes. That's the guy. He plays great defense. Um, yeah, they, they play, they play a lot of very deep rotation. Yep. So, and I would love to see Mark Adams, the representative of good defeat Duke and coach K. Now we're taking a lot of time on this. Uh, Roe and I have te- uh, Gonzaga. Roe has Roe is Arkansas, Texas Tech. I have Gonzaga, Texas Tech, and John has Gonzaga, Duke. Roe, who gets out of the region? Who goes to Final Four? I'm gonna have to go with my bracket again. I think Texas Tech makes it out. I mean, assuming they win this game, I have Arkansas upsetting Gonzaga. I mean. I'm going to go Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech, their hardest matchup this game will be against Duke. I think I think that's the play. You know, you have this huge team. You know, this is the face of college basketball in Duke, and this is the hardest game. You beat – we win this game. You're riding that high. Of course, Arkansas is going to ride a high if they beat Gonzaga, but I just think Texas Tech, they're just too strong. I see – I've been watching them all season. They're too strong. Man, they're going to make it out. slander is crazy. I will, I will keep disrespecting Gonzaga and anyone who goes to Gonzaga for the rest of my life. I don't care. I really don't care. If your coach is five foot two, you're not getting that far in the tournament. That's all I'm going to say, especially with this one. Mark Hughes, five two. He also had a DUI before the season. So You know what? Respect. Bonus points. It's going to be close. What are you, the expert on fucking DUIs? You caught well, It came up in part of my take. So, yeah. John? Do you have Arkansas or you, you've Duke, right? You've Duke to the Final Four. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. So I have, I have Duke and Zaga. However, you. Okay. Wait. Yep. One of my ESPN brackets right now it is. Here we go. Here's John's now. John's now the leader of the podcast in the, in the, in the double take in, in both takes. Uh, so my, I, I originally thought Duke was, but in my bracket, all final eight teams, all elite eight teams are still alive. I think I have a good shot to win this thing. If this the elite eight plans out, I can get every single point from this round. I can get every single point for next round, which could give me a shot of winning 
the clean the boards tournament. Wait, you have Miami or Iowa State in the Elite Eight in that bracket? They're not going to be in the Elite Eight. You just said that you have all Elite Eight teams still available, and one of Miami or, Tech or Iowa State will be. I have seven of the eight Elite Eight teams in the bracket. Okay. Um, very confident that, yeah, I can compete, especially when these big points for these rounds come in. So, because of that, even though I do think Duke is going to win, I am picking my bracket. Go with chalk. Go Zags. Yeah. Hear this, ladies and gentlemen. This is how John always wins a take in his head because he makes two takes. Um, also, for the listeners, and I mentioned this to John, John called me up right before the game started on Thursday and he asked me what my spreadsheet bracket says. And I told him everything. I should have lied a little bit, but he all he did was he made Purdue go to like the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight. No, I had to, I actually know I do think Purdue's gonna win, but the, both of my right. ESPN brackets don't have it yet. But so you were high on Purdue and then everything else you stole from my spreadsheet. And so now I have no chance of going past you in the standings, but it's it's fine, it's whatever. Also, you could have just looked at my Twitter because I posted it all there. But no, nonetheless, let's go. Man, this is taking a while. Let's try to be my bad. Um, the yeah, South. Yeah. South region. Yes, the South region. Also on Thursday. Great game here. Arizona versus Houston. Two of the top four teams in the spreadsheet. Only a one and a half point favorite for Arizona. Roe, why do you see the winner of this game losing to probably your team Villanova? I think this will be a great game. In fact, I think Arizona is much stronger than people are going to make them out to be because of their game against TCU. Um, in my bracket, I have Houston winning. Um, but honestly, I'm not so sure. I mean, watching Arizona and TCU, man, Matherin is so good. And who's that? Uh, Coloco or something? Or what's his name? Yeah, Coloco, the center. Coloco? Yeah, he's he's good too. He doesn't have a shot, but man, he's he's big. Pause. But I mean, I'm I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna say loyal into my bracket and say Houston's winning this just because I have them. But I mean, Arizona is looking so strong. Looking at one of the strongest teams in the tournament. I mean, even though they went to overtime with a nine seed, you can say whatever you want about that, but they look so strong. But I mean, Houston's also been pretty good um, this tournament. But I feel like they haven't really played any like Illinois. Like they're a four seed, but they didn't really feel like that good. I mean, they barely made out loud against Chattanooga, and I had them getting upset about Chattanooga. So. I mean, yeah, I'm going to have Houston because I'm low in my bracket, but I don't I mean, ugh, Arizona's looking too good, though. All right, fair enough. John, are you also going with Houston? I you mean Arizona. I'm like the opposite of Roe here. Um, in my bracket, I had Arizona. But, um, you know, I, I I liked Arizona originally in the bracket because I thought there was a better chance that they get to this point, obviously, than Arizona because they had to go through Illinois, and I had Illinois winning that game. Uh, when I originally filled out the bracket, I had Illinois beating Arizona, um, but I thank God I changed it uh, to Arizona winning. Thanks to Austin's bracket. Yeah! Austin's spreadsheet. Yeah! Um, so, yeah, Houston, they're a very good uh, team. Honestly, I think they might win this game. However! Oh, my God. My bracket says Arizona. I'm riding chalk again. Chalk. Because ESPN incentivizes chalk. And by the way, for listeners, because of how this worked and all the internal discussions last week, I will be calculating the top brackets from each round. So if you went like at least 25 and seven in the round of 64, if you got, I think it's at least like nine of the sweet 16 teams or, or maybe 10 or 11, whatever the number is, I have it somewhere. Then I will calculate your total bracket to see what it would be if we went with the Tim Boyle method. And hey, we might decide to give you your money back if you if you win the Tim Boyle way, um, just because it seems fair that way. Um, and I think next year we should incorporate both somehow. I agree with you guys; it would be a great game. These two teams in a perfect world will match; should match up in the Final Four or the championship. But no, the world is not fair, and you have to beat good teams to ultimately win it all. So it ultimately doesn't matter where you end up playing them. you got to win your games. I'm going I'm to ride with Arizona Wildcats to Rhodes Point. Benedict Matherin um, really got my respect because he truly willed that team to victory. That three-pointer to tie it up somehow doesn't get talked about enough. 
because people only look at that crazy play at the end of regulation and, oh, was it a foul? Was it a backcourt? Why did Terry not get – why did Terry go for the dunk, not the layup? All that. But the three-pointer to tie it, the offensive rebound and overtime to put it away, this guy's the real deal. Kirk that was Creech, a jump I, ball, by the way. That was a jump ball. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. John was complaining it was a jump ball. Um, Kirk Creesa, man, he just needs to be healthy because he's not right – they got to play Justin uh, Kyer more, if that's the case. Kyer's a good player. Um, this will be a great game, and I, I'll, I'll pick Arizona. Roe, Nova Nation, you texted me, Jermaine Samuels. We're worried about Jermaine in his matchup against Hunter Dickinson, but explain why you believe, I would assume, you have Villanova prevailing in this game. I mean, I have Villanova going all the way, and I'm sticking with that. I mean, I love Villanova. This is like the game. Game that's gonna like make or break my entire fucking like weekend. I, I just don't like Michigan. I had them out in the first round, and I just I'm not a fan of them at all. I've never been really a Michigan fan. I hate Hunter Dickinson. So I'm hoping Jermaine like Villanova's defense is really good. They're good with rotations. They're they played um they've played um against teams with bigs that are much bigger than Jermaine. Jermaine's for the for the listeners, Jermaine's a mass native doing his 50 of Villanova. We all love him, big friend of the program. And he's like only six six, but he's he's big. He's big six six. He can hold his ground. But Dickinson, one of the most elite big men in the tournament that's left, and so I think that I think this like that might boil down the defense on on Dickinson to win this game. The thing with Villanova, I love is they play so controlled, and it's always it always seems like they're dictating the game. No matter how like how good each team's doing, it feels like. They always slow down and they always control the offense. Even when they're missing shots and they'll go like three for 30 on threes, it still feels like they're in control of the game. So the way that they pace their offense and the way they rotate on defense and just the way they play, they all, they're all like seniors and fifth years on the team. Like they're a very mature team, which is one of the biggest strengths I think they have in this tournament is being so experienced. But yeah, I think it just, I think it'll come down to defense. So because, because it comes down to defense, I'm just taking Nova confidently. No, 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 no doubt for me that Nova's going to take this game. Everything that Roe just said, I agree with. John, what's your take? All right. So, um, you know, I thought Nova and I thought Tennessee would beat Nova. Um, uh, but no, 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 no trusting Rick Barnes over Jay Wright. No, no, no. No, no. Okay. But here, however, Jay Wright is the best coach in college basketball. Back. Um, and I trust him out of any other coach the most. Um, so, you know, obviously, uh, I, I have them beating Michigan, but, uh, you know, Arizona is going to be a 50-50 game. Uh, I think Arizona matches up better uh, than Villanova does matching up to them. Even though – and I, I think Arizona's coach is also very good on the come up. Um, even Tommy though Lloyd. Lloyd's the last name. You know, Jay Wright is the best coach, and I always usually favor the coaches, like the Belichickians of the world. I'm picking Arizona to come out of this region. And I will agree with John. Arizona is the better team. I'm sorry, Ro. They might not have the experience. They not. Paul Gillespie is just a white six foot one who sucks. He does not suck. He will never be, I don't think I'll be in the league. Maybe in like Europe somewhere. But in college basketball, he runs college basketball. It's through his veins. No, no, Carson Edwards runs college basketball. He is like the most decorated player in like the tournament right now. Yeah, I don't want to like hear. A fucking eighth year senior. No shit. He's a fifth year senior. Senior, yeah, yeah. Calm yeah. down. Calm yeah, down. He'll be a six because he did redshirt before. But whatever. The point is, John Gillespie is good. Um, yeah, he's like but, only, bro. Arizona doesn't have just a Dickinson type. They have three big men that Jermaine and Dixon would have to match up against. That's difficult. And Arizona can, has many guys who can score the ball. Terry, you know, Matherin, Kirk Risa, Kyer, uh, Larson. They got a bunch of dudes who can score. I think it'll be too much. I think they're the better team. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Villanova wins because of that, the way they play. They make free throws. They play the pace. You know, they play, play hard, fundamentally sound. And I didn't really like how Arizona celebrated that much after beating TCU. I thought that was a little immature of them. Like, hey, fellas, act like you've been here before. But ultimately, I think Arizona's – It's March Madness. If you like, upsets are going to happen. I don't like blame teams for celebrating that much. I was like – I think it's fine. My biggest they concern – They were the favorite, and they celebrated. 
it's March, bro. It's like I, I'm like betting on March Madness is like I'm a little scared too, just because it's March. You know, making it the next round. You know, you celebrate no matter what, unless it's like the first game. I mean, I would. I mean, if it was close, a close game is a close game. An overtime game is an overtime game. You win that. Something about that is like, oh, it was close. And that just makes you want to celebrate. My biggest thing about the Arizona Villanova game, Villanova is notorious for hitting the unders in games. And Arizona, I know they haven't played the strongest opponents all season just because they're not in the strongest conference necessarily. They score a lot of points. They they score 80-plus, 70-plus almost every game. And Villanova doesn't. I'm really like that's like a yin and yang to me. That's that's a that's an interesting matchup. I want to see how Villanova tries to control them. Arizona tends to play really fast. It's a lot like it's a play a very fast, fast break. Um, plays Villanova's more of a set offense type of deal, and you know try to pickpocket defense and get some fast break layups like that. But I mean, Arizona's a big transit team. I think it's a very interesting matchup if it gets there. But I'm taking Villanova. No I just saw Nova play the 15 seed. I thought the 15 seed was going to beat them. That's how good they looked. Um, especially that early run they had. Uh, you know, whenever Villanova makes a tournament, obviously they're a heavy uh, – um, Delaware? What? The 15 seed that played Nova, Delaware? Yeah, they were fucking good. They had uh, – They kind of got off to a hot start, but, like, Villanova just kind of contained yeah, them. They, and they, they, they just and like, Nelson Jr., they were hitting step backs. Um, but, yeah, obviously Nova's a favorite to go to the uh, Final Four, Elite Eight. Uh, and I think it's going to be a toss-up with Arizona. Um you know, I think Gillespie gets overpowered a little bit on defense. Um, I think overall, Jermaine, Samuel, Jermaine, is that his name? Jermaine. Put some Jermaine. respect on his name. God damn. I knew his name was Samuel. Jermaine Samuels. I think he's going to get shut down by Arizona's BBC big. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> and overall, I think Arizona. Coloco, I think it's- John, Coloco or Bolo? Uh, both. They're both. Like uh, they're both like on Nyeka on Congo, and I think um, they they advance in this tournament. All right, well, I like Hunter Kyla would do last year if we were in Division Two. All right, John always running it back to making it about the Patriots. Don't mind it, but from the top right to the bottom left, um, St. Peter's. Let's throw a percentage. What percentage would you give them now that they don't? Now that you think like the momentum might be stalled because they aren't playing two games apart, they're playing what five days apart now. What or maybe it's six actually. Um, what percent chance would you give St. Peter's to knock off Purdue? I'll say four percent, bro. I don't have to go with 15 because it's March 10 to 15. It's pretty high, but it's March, you know, you can't, you can't be sure. Yeah, I was gonna say uh 10, 10, but uh. I'll go with 12 and a half. Oh, okay. Um, UNC, UCLA, a blue blood matchup. You That's love to see it. <sighs> Tommy Hawkins' ankle, I hope, is okay because I think he's the best player on the team now. Well, no, 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 no. Thing. I, I, um, I'm a big fan of Tyler Campbell and his calming presence. Johnny Juzang, where did this man go? I have a working theory that remember last year, didn't he wear the, the undershirt? I think there is something magical about the undershirt that he wore. He should have went to the league last year. He's so stupid. Yeah, well, we're not sticking around late. John, they told last year he was a freshman. Was he? No, John. They or told last year. The scouts told Juzang that he doesn't create enough separation at the college level. So he returned to UCLA and he's yeah. still kind of struggling with that. Now, this year, this tournament, he's going no undershirt, sleeveless. And I don't like that vibe from Johnny Juzang. That might be a terrible take that I have that makes no sense. Yeah, you're right. I agree. In my mind, when I watched, when I watch him play, something feels off about his vibe. So I think Hami Hagas needs to be good, uh, healthy. And, um, man, UNC, this UNC team is fun to root for. Leaky Black, Caleb Love, Armando Baycott, Brady Manick, um, R.J. Davis, huge game from him against Baylor. Um, it's a toss-up, but I'm going to lean with the experience of Mick Cronin, and I'm going to say UCLA to be Elite Eight. John? Yeah, see, I, I agree with you. Um, I do think Juzang is the best player on this team, and I think it's really magnificent how UCLA has still found ways to win these games, um, even though Juzang hasn't been as effective as he was last year. 
Um, this team is really experienced. Everyone back uh, with the addition of the Rutgers transfer at center. Um, I think this team is uh, just has yet to play up to uh, its ceiling and the maximum potential uh, that it has. Um, I think Ju Zhang starts to get going a little bit more in this game. Obviously, uh, Baycott, is it? Backett? Baycott. Baycott um, on Carolina is going to be an issue. Um, but overall, uh, I'm rolling with a more experienced coach, a more experienced team like Austin alluded to that's been here. And I, like I said, I think Johnny Juzang is still the best player on both teams and taking UCLA. Ro, are you rolling with Caleb? Show me the love. I am, in fact, rolling with Show Me the Love and Ugly Ass Baycott, possibly the ugliest college basketball player since Adam Morrison. Hot take. Oh, Adam Morrison. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll make a poll about that. That's a good poll. I'm thinking like Baycott, Kaminsky, Morrison. Big names come to my mind. But um, yeah, I mean, I had St. Barry's Baylor in this matchup, so I got no bracket loyalty here. Um, that Baylor game was insane. Didn't watch the highlights. Didn't watch the game. Go back and watch highlights. Nuts. Um, personally, I think Haka is the best player in UCLA. Um, and just in college. I mean, I'm not sure if he'll have a better NBA career or pro career. I think Juzang's got a good skill set, but he's just kind of – I feel like he plateaued. Like, I expect him to really bring it this year after the last tournament's run. Um, UCLA was definitely overrated at the beginning of the preseason, but they actually finished pretty strong, in my opinion. But, I mean, they've impressed me so far. Um, close game against Akron kind of scared me. So I thought I was – I feel pretty confident in my same marriage pick, but I was proven wrong. They got blown out. Not really blown out, but they lost. But I'm going to go with North Carolina. They've really proven themselves a tournament. I mean, they blew out Marquette in the first round. Not too surprising, I feel like. But then they also beat Baylor, which I thought they were going to – well, I mean, they almost blew it. But, you know, Brady Manick, excellent college player, college shooter. Show me the love. Baycott. You know, I'm just picking the, I'm just picking the team I want to root for. And so, that to me, that's UC, I mean, that's North Carolina. And But no matter which team wins, my bracket's still fucked in this region. So, it's all right. Well, you speak the brackets being fucked. Uh, the winner of, of, of this region, and also, of course, my national championship was Kentucky. Um, so, right, now, I, I did have UCLA going to the lead eight, so that at least is still in play. So, John and I have UCLA versus Purdue. Roe has North Carolina versus Purdue, and uh, I think I'm gonna, you know, it's a toss-up game, three versus four, but my heart has to ride. With Sam Cockstein, Arv Shaw, and I guess Roe, Rowan Kevin, whatever. Hey, that's my boy. Arv Shaw goes to Purdue. Yes. He loves Purdue. I need to go there. He owns it. He got denied by Michigan because of somebody else in the grade. Um, whatever. Doesn't need to be revisited. Um, <laughs> Didn't Vishal get denied by Michigan? No, he's in Michigan. He got denied by a, a rocket at Michigan, though. I'll tell you that much. Anyways, I'm going to take Purdue. I did R. Um, I'm going to go to Purdue. What the hell? Well, um, it's a good school, but. Indian men get screwed in college. Not in the good way. But <laughs> I'm going to take. <laughs> I'm going to take. You can quote that, too. I'm going to take um, Purdue over UNC, UCLA. I think I have UNC in that game, but either way. I think Purdue is going to make out this region. Like I said before, and, and when we talked about Purdue last, they're like probably one of the strongest teams besides, I think, like Arizona and Kansas. They're one of the strongest teams in the tournament. And, of course, Villanova. But, yeah, not too much to say there for me. John, do you also have Purdue? Um, no, I don't. I have UC. No, yeah, I have Purdue winning this game. I've been high on them from the start as my winner. However, if we have another show and they're still in the Final Four, I will want Gonzaga to win, even though I think Purdue is going to win the whole thing because I picked chalk because Austin's shit bracket system incentivizes chalk. Um, How is it my bracket system? It's ESPNs that we use. But anyway, uh, anyway, uh, so, you know, UCLA is going to give them a fight. Purdue, UCLA, that's a toss-up. UCLA isn't big on size. Pause. So I think Edie, Williams both have days. Um, and then Juzang isn't the best defender. Uh, they don't have Tyson Campbell isn't the best defender. 
I think uh, Ivy does really well in that matchup. Roll Boilmakers. So you aren't uh, – you're discounting a little Jules Bernard action, I guess, which is okay. Um, I'm a little scared that all three of us have Purdue, specifically me. Um, if I just Austin curse Purdue, sorry. Take someone else. Sorry, Sam, Arv, and uh, – actually, here, how about this for the Purdue fans? No way Purdue wins the national championship. The Big Ten is cursed. All right? You're welcome. Okay. Moving on. To the final region here, Kansas, Providence, Miami, and uh, Iowa State. I guess let's start off with Iowa State. Um, no matter who I pick this matchup, it's going to be wrong because Iowa State haunts me. I'm going to pick Miami because, you know, ACC, I think they're the better team. Charlie Moore, um, Jordan Miller, uh, McGusty, Isaiah Wong, they get it done. Um, Iowa State's a well-built team. Um, Tyrese Hunter, uh, you know, Isaiah Brockington. Coots. They have a well, well constructed team. But Larinaga gets it done, goes to Elite Eight. Row, what do you see in that matchup? You know, my back it had a Jacksonville State beating Iowa State, but uh didn't go as planned. So we're gonna we're gonna roll with um I wanna roll with Miami. I wanna root for them. Isaiah Wong's a dog. And so I just want to. I just, I'm going to go with the team I want to root for more. It's, it's Miami, but 10-11 seed. Can't be mad with whoever wins this one. I agree. Miami is the better team. However, a couple of years ago, Austin said Iowa State would win three games. I said five games. I had them in my national championship. Oh, never mind. I thought it was three. Who was on that team? Lindell Wigginton. No one knows who that is. Okay. He's actually, he's now on the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, just because Austin cursed them, said they wouldn't win a game in that tournament, they didn't. And then this year, it's the run. Mm-hmm. I thought Miami would have lost to USC. Honestly, I think Miami's going to make a run in this. Who, 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 they play Kansas? Because Providence sucks. They're frauds. So who they play Providence Kansas? frauds. They've really gone two games. They won two games. Yeah, against Miami. two shit teams. They beat two, what, 12 seeds? Fucking 13 seeds? I mean, they'd be a 13 seed and a 12 seed. I mean, you could call that, but at the same time, a lot of people have them upsetting, getting upset in the first round and second round. Like, well, I, did. I had them getting upset in the first round. Providence are fucking frauds. Kansas is winning. Kansas versus, I want to say Iowa State, but Miami is so much better. Well, Vegas thinks they're only two and a half points better. So. I, was, I, I can't go. I don't even know. I don't care. Kansas is coming out of the region. Yeah, it would be a real shame if Kansas doesn't get out of this region, I guess, um, that way. You know, I wouldn't sleep. I would here, – here's the thing. Uh, you saw Crane give Kansas, like, an even game for most of that round of 32 game. I think Providence hangs around against the Jayhawks for a while. A.J. Reeves making some threes. You know, mass kid right there. He's a senior as well. But ultimately, the Jayhawks get it done, and they prevail, and um, – Iowa State hasn't lost to a non-Big 12 team, so if it's an all-Big 12 matchup there in the Elite Eight, that'd be interesting. But, you know, I, whatever. I think we all, we all have Kansas coming out of this region, going to the Final Four. Yes, C, Row. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, Final Four, I think – let's see here. Let's see if I can do Rose. Rowe has uh, Texas Tech, Purdue, Villanova, and Kansas, and Rowe has Villanova beating Purdue. Correct. Mm-hmm. And John, John, you have. Let's say what I actually think is happening. Oh, so you have like Gonzaga and also Duke somehow. Um, no, I don't have to. I don't. I, would you like to? My final two? Are you asking for final four and championship? Okay. Should I say what I think or what my bracket says? What do you? Oh my God! This I I I can't I can't do it with you. Pick one and stick with it. Don't do two. You fucking bum. Well, okay, so I'm going to say what I think because when my bracket hits. Because okay, when my bracket hits, I'm a win-win. So I'm going to go with the opposite win-win. Um, I think Purdue, Gonzaga, Purdue. Oh, Purdue, Gonzaga. And then on the other hand, I have Arizona and uh, Kansas. I think Arizona plays Purdue. And the Boilmakers are national fucking champions. All right. Uh we're going to clip that for everyone to see John's uh, 
chest no, right there. No, no, don't, don't, do not, don't clip it. All right. I have, John's, I have the same final four as John there. Um, three of my four original teams are still in it. You can guess who is the fourth. <clears throat> Calipari, fuck you. Um, yeah, Cal Pussy. So I have Gonzaga beating Purdue. And then on my original bracket, I had Kansas beating Arizona. Even though I think Arizona's better, and I think Arizona could blow out Kansas. I had that vision. I texted Roe that a few, like last week, that weird vision. I um the path, I'm kind of hedging my bet here that I think um, Arizona's path is pretty hard to get there. So I'm gonna say Kansas. I'm gonna say Kansas, eh, whatever. Sticking with the original bracket and um Gonzaga. Sorry, sorry to all the Zags fans that I'm awesome cursing right now, but Gonzaga uh beating Kansas in the national championship game. No, right. no, no, don't say that. Say something else. Just say. All right, so that's your official pick. Now say the opposite, please. All right, Kansas, congratulations. You are you are avenging for your 2020 national championship that you should have had if there was a tournament. Kansas, congratulations. You're the national champions. Thank you. All right, there you go. Any last words from you guys? Any time? Yeah, uh, Tyreek Hill, um, shocking move. Fuck Tyreek Hill, child abuser, fucking girlfriend abuser, domestic violence abuser. You just listed the entire NFL away. I don't want to say. Um, anyway, Tyreek Hill is throwing away his legacy, a potential Hall of Fame with Patrick Mahomes for a fucking a little bit more money. Are you shitting me, Tyreek Hill? You're a fucking animal. Fuck you. The Pat Malcolm Butler owns you, and the Pats are still coming in second in the division. Even though I don't think we're going to make the playoffs this year. It's too hard. Next year will be really good, though. Yeah, John pointed out the obvious on his story earlier today when he listed like 12 teams in the AFC who are good, which if you follow the NFL loosely, you would you would know that because there's only like three teams who actually suck, the Jets, the Texans, and the Jaguars. And the Jaguars and Texans are in that same division. That's why I think two of those teams will make it, which basically leaves two spots for five teams. At least. Um but it is what it is. Uh, welcome back, Malcolm Butler. Um, hopefully we get a good, like, cornerback as well in the draft or something. I think um, we got receiver, corner, and linebacker with the first three picks. Yep, 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 yep. And hopefully another, like, edge rusher or somebody. No, we don't need an edge rusher. Unless I think they think Uche is good, in my opinion. But Let's see. Ro, any, uh, any Holy Cross shout-outs you want to get across? I mean, it was a great run from the Holy Cross women's basketball team. Any players in particular? Um, no, I'm, uh, they know who they are out there. If they're listening to this, it's all good. But um, any affairs with any of the basketball players doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. This this ain't the Bachelor. It's all good. But um, ain't the Bachelor? Is, it, is that what you said? I don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's all good. But uh, yeah, shout out Holy Cross women's basketball team for real. And um. Yeah, no other announcements from me. Follow Las Vegas. Yes. You could be Las Vegas. We had a rough night last night, but, you know, it's all good. Also, I don't hear this bullshit about, oh, my God, why did you pick? The-? If you if you send me a message or comment in the past tense, you are blocked. We don't fuck with the past tense. It's all futures. So if you send me a message in the past tense saying, oh, why did you take that mask? Tell me that before the game happens, and then I'll like your comment and maybe shout you out. Maybe I'll demo you. They'll get you some flowers or something like that. But don't tell me in the past tense if my picks are bad after the game happens. Row, row, row. Now, this is confusing to me because I commented in the past tense, I think it was last night. I, I said, why, like on God's green earth, did you pick the over for Virginia basketball when they scored 13 points in the first half against North Carolina less than two weeks ago, and you and Paul responded with some ricochet shots. I'm just minding my own business here at Syracuse University on Wednesday, March 23rd, and I get these ricochet shots, which I don't appreciate. Shout out Chris Lombardi for liking my comment. You know, the champ, the golf champ, love Chris Lombardi back to the AP bio I'm days. Sorry, I'm sorry, what school does Chris Lombardi go to? He goes to Skidmore. Yeah! Yeah! What the fuck up, Skidmore? It's the fuck down. <laughs> I don't want to hear this bullshit, all right? You know, Las Vegas taking off. Um, if you're listening to this, 100 follower, T-shirt giveaway. 
Oh, we posted at 70 followers. We're doing a little giveaway. We're giving here. Celtics minus four and a half. We're not betting tonight. I'm sorry, but we'll bet tomorrow. We're funds are low tonight, but oh. we'll be back tomorrow. Lock drop. Look out for it. Um, story post, fire. We're always there. And um, yeah. Tail lock yep. Vegas. Yep. Fall locks Vegas. And the Boston Celtics are 20 and three in their last 23 games. They're distancing themselves from the sorry Chicago Bulls. But we don't want the three seed for the record. We do not want it. We probably don't want to match up with Brooklyn. No, 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 because if we get the four seed, we're going to play Miami in the second round. Because Chicago's an easy first round beat. Look, we have to, just like I said with Arizona, Houston, you're going to have to get five teams anyway to go where you ultimately want to be. So whatever round it is, whatever round it is. Yeah, right? but like third round, we would have to play one good team. See how the Bulls, again, got smashed by another top team? They suck. Bulls are fucking frauds. I know. Stop, stop. Just be quiet. Just be, just use your indoor voice, please. All right. And hopefully for listeners, you've used your indoor voice and more rooting on for the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight games this weekend. Have fun. Enjoy the games. And thank you for listening to Clean the Boards 122. Go Sox.